Nothing pisses me off more than a guy checking their phone while they're riding a bike. Okay, it's scary enough when they're going fast and they're on their phone and, and they're looking up every once in a while. You know how dangerous that is? Okay. And, and, and especially when they're driving, they're riding the bike slow, just enough to keep momentum so they don't tip over to the right or left. But they're swerving all over the place because they're they're going so slow. But they're checking their phone. Why don't you stop? Put one foot on the ground and stop, dude. Just stop. Look at your phone. Change change the song you want to listen to. I don't know. Do you really have to go that slow while I'm over here waiting for your ass? I'm trying to make a left turn. Fucking had to honk at this guy. And uh, he looked at me with his O face. Like, what, what did I do wrong? No, you're, you're wasting my time, dude. It's too early in the morning for this shit, dude. So I had to point at my eyes with my two fingers, like the peace sign. Come on, open your eyes, dude. Everybody's on their goddamn phone, man. I wonder if the future's going to be like that. Like, just be on segways and... Then you can check your phone in, and then the Segway has a little detector so you don't run into another Segway. I was in L.A. about two weeks ago. I went for a comedy festival, and I had a blast. It was uh, lots of fun. You run into so many comics, so many friends, especially friends that you have on Facebook, comedians, and that you haven't met before, you know, face to face. But uh, it was pretty cool. But the reason I bring up LA is because one day I decided I was staying at my buddy Abel's house. He lives really close to downtown Los Angeles. I decided to go explore downtown. Just gonna go out there by myself. I like being an introvert. I'm a I'm a half breed. You know, I'm a hybrid. I'm an introvert. And I'm an extrovert at different times. Sometimes I got to switch it on and off. But um, that day I wanted to be an introvert. Just go get some Starbucks. Get my uh, hot Americano. Ice water. Do some writing. Um, And here's what I did. I've been seeing in LA a bunch of people on scooters. You know those scooters you rent? You have them in like major cities now. Seattle. I've seen them in, um, not in New York, but I see, you, you see them in like Santa Monica, LA. I think they might have them in San Francisco. I'm not sure, but they're like a dollar to, you just put it on your credit card, you download the app. They're like a dollar and every minute costs you, I think 25 cents. So I jump on one and you gotta make sure both of your hands are on the handles i mean they're they're little scooters you seen those little razor scooters kids have if you twist the handle and to the right or left you're flipping dude so it's a little wheel you you have you can't be fucking around so the point of my story is i'm jumping on the scooter and there was one time where my phone started ringing and i try to like just silence it through my pocket with one hand and i almost fucking flipped over 
That shit does not fucking play around. It says keep both hands on your handles the whole time. You got to follow the rules. So um, it's dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. Those scooters, I see why people are complaining about them too. Because there's a lot of idiots not paying attention because they're on their fucking phones. So let's say you're on the scooter. You're not on the sidewalk. They say stay off the sidewalk. Sometimes you have no choice though. You don't, you're not as fast as a fucking car. So sometimes you have to jump on the sidewalk. But um, it's crazy how people will be on their phone and almost crossing a red light and you almost hit them because they're not they're not paying attention i almost hit a few people on the scooter and uh no one's paying attention anymore guys no one's fucking paying attention it's ridiculous everyone's on their phone just staring at their phone you hang out at starbucks with the friends everybody's on their fucking phone What can you do? I don't know. I think the only thing you, can, you can't force anybody to do anything. The only thing you could do is when you go out with a friend to have coffee, when you want to sit down, set some rules for yourself. Keep the phone in the pocket. If you want to have it on vibrate in case you get a phone call, I guess, do so. But um, I'm not saying switch to a flip phone. Just have some discipline. Um while I'm talking to um, some of the comics in, at the festival, I, I made it uh, a habit to just keep my phone in the pocket. Just keep it in the pocket. Just stare at their eyes. Stare When you're, you're talking to somebody, just stare at their eyes. Give them your uh, undivided attention. You know what that means? That means you're not going to sit there and try to... If, if the conversation is in, in, interesting, keep it just between you guys right there boom you're talking you're talking don't get distracted guys some people pull out their phone because they want to look at their watch carry a fucking watch if you need to look at the time in the conversation ask what time it is don't pull out your phone uh yeah man everybody's on their fucking phone and i pull out my phone to do a little insta story here and there if I'm eating, I'm an introvert that day, so I'm gonna pull out my phone sometimes and get on, see what's going on by myself. But um, here's something interesting that happened: people don't talk, people don't conversate to strangers anymore. And as an introvert that day, you don't want to talk to anybody; you just want to keep to yourself. But um, I sat down at the Starbucks in downtown LA. It was like a mall, and uh, I just parked the scooter on the street went inside i wanted to do some writing so i go in there it's like a target i sit down and it's a big table big table four it's a little starbucks inside of a target so i sit down and uh this guy and girl dressed up in uh all dressed up nice like if they're going to like a fucking herbal life convention or something they're like uh hey is this seat taken they're like Hispanics. And I'm like, no, go ahead. And I made some room for them. Um, I had a little H&M bag. I bought a hoodie because I got a little cold in L.A. It's been a weird winter, uh, a long winter. It's already May and it's still cold. Even in Vegas, it's a little chilly. But um, 
they sat down. They're talking. I'm minding my own business. I'm writing. And then she interrupts me. But I didn't take it in a rude way. You know, it just, she's making conversation. She's eating her little Starbucks uh, cookie or whatever she bought with her coffee. I'm listening to what they're saying. They're talking back and forth. But she interrupts me and she's like, you like to write, huh? I'm like, no, actually I don't. I hate writing, but I have to. And she's like, yeah, you're right. I don't like writing either, but it's good to write. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a good exercise. Now, by no means, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I'm a comic. Yeah, so I'm writing jokes over here, and I'm writing a premise about what you guys are talking about. Not, not doing, I don't, I don't, you know, I notice when young comics, um, write, they can't wait to tell people their comics. And I'm still a young comic, but I'm already hitting seven years. Uh, so I'm like, I cannot wait to not tell people. I don't want people to ask, because you've been there. You've already done it. You've accidentally told people at work, and oh, what inspires you? What what makes you want to write comedy? Who are your favorite comics? It's always the same shit. It's like you've been there. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's kind of like an Uber driver. You get in the Uber. So, how long you been doing it? You know, is this your main gig? What's your full time job? Yeah. Oh, staying busy. It's like you've been there. You don't want to talk about it. Now, like I said, I didn't get mad that she interrupted me. No, it was it was pleasant the way she said it, too. She wasn't rude or nothing. And um, I'm like, yeah, it's you got to write. It's a good exercise, and it helps you remember uh, what you write when you look back at it. And it's all true. I go to my notebooks of joke writing, or, or sometimes I write like a little journal, my thoughts. And it's always good. It brings you back to that moment, kind of like when you smell... Uh, 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 a scent, you know, like um, like a perfume or cologne, and it takes you back to high school because you remember that feeling you had when you smelled something. Have you ever done that? You write something, and then you look back, and you're like, "Oh my god, I was so stupid," or you know. But it brings you back to that moment. It even makes you feel a little gross and uncomfortable, but it's still you. It's something that you captured in writing of you. Not as much as a picture. a picture. I don't think pictures, we're so immune to pictures now that I don't think pictures do that for us. I think it's just like, I guess writing because we don't do it as much anymore. But it's something that, uh, that I don't know, I guess to me, it makes me reflect back. Like I remember when Lizzie and I first got married, before I even knew I was going to do comedy. I, it never even, honestly, it never even, like, and it, it never crossed my mind to get on stage and do it, but it did cross my mind to write some jokes one day. I was watching that, uh, I think it's called Crashing Bonaducci. Remember Danny Bonaducci had a show on VH1? And because, maybe because I always liked Seinfeld and like stand-up, I wrote some jokes to talk about it, but I just wanted to do it in front of Lizzie. It never crossed my mind to go on stage and... I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know where to go to do comedy. Like I said, I never wanted to be a comic, right? Um, that I knew. I just knew, uh, you know, I, I like making people laugh. But uh, I remember writing something about Danny Bonaducci and how he was a train wreck. And, 
And I remember telling Lizzie, and she thought some of it was funny, <laughs> you know, but I ran into that notebook recently and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. It brought me back to that moment when I was 23 years old, 36 now. I didn't know that book existed still. And it was just one or two pages I wrote. And it's nice. So it brought me back to that. And it reminded me how nice it is to write. Because us comics, sometimes we don't write as much as we should. Especially me. So this lady tells me that. And we're just uh, chatting for a few, just small talk. And... She mentioned something about we're doing volunteer work downtown. And right away, it hit me. I'm like, oh, I know what these people are. They're not, they're not um, Herbalife people. They're Jehovah Witnesses. I, it, as soon as she said volunteer work, I put it together. She's dressed up nice. That the fat guy that she was sitting with, Hispanic guy, he's dressed up nice. Latinos don't dress up nice unless they're going to church or herbal life conventions. You know, they really don't. You're not gonna sit at a Starbucks with a stranger in downtown LA unless you're you're, you know, you're doing something like going out witnessing. So, did I look down on them? Nah, I just it just hit me. I'm like, oh okay. And I'm thinking it brought me back to the moments when I used to debate Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons because I used to study how to defend the faith. You know, <laughs> I used to read a lot of those books. So uh, I was like, how am I going to react if she brings up religion? Like, I think she was just trying to start conversation to kind of, you know, squirm her way in. And then uh, two Asian ladies show up and and there's only one seat left and uh they're friends with them and i'm like oh yeah they're definitely jehovah Witnesses. they're just walking around pro passing out pamphlets and all that stuff so i offer i'm like hey i'm about to take off guys if you guys want to sit down they're like oh that's so nice of you i'm like yeah no problem but um it was small talk but i thought it was even though they were probably going to try to jump in and convert me and i probably would have converted too um but it was nice to be able to escape reality no one had their phones out it's almost like bringing you back to the old days where you actually conversate with people and uh i kept writing i moved to um outside i sat down on a little ledge outside of the mall and I was just writing. I kept writing. I was just writing. Um, I learned this from Willie Barcena, this very funny comic. Sometimes you got to write and don't try to be funny when you write, when you're writing comedy. Just pick a subject, something you want to talk about, and just write 20 lines, 20 reasons. And out of it, something funny might come out. Who knows? So I was just writing, you know, every every comedian talks about not having kids or having kids. Who doesn't? But when you talk about your story, why your story is different, you know. So I was just writing about that. And 
It was a cool exercise. It was uh, refreshing. And it was funny. I, my mom bought me this little pocket notebook. So I was writing really small. So <laughs> it's funny. I think when the lady saw how I was writing on a tiny little notebook and tiny writing, she's like, wow, you must really like to write. <laughs> This poor guy's writing on a tiny little notebook, a little pocket size. But uh, L.A. was fun. It was fun. Uh, those scooters are amazing. I, I get why people like motorcycles, the rush you feel. And, guys, I was only going like 12, 13 miles an hour, but it was a rush. <laughs> These little scooters, they're electric. You just jump in and, man, you just zoom in. You zoom and you pass people, you're careful, you're going back and forth, swerving all over the place. Um, saw a lot of scary looking people, some homeless people, and it's like, fuck them, they can't catch me. You know, you just pass right by them. Usually if you're walking, you're like, ah, I better cross the street. But, um, yeah, you just see them, you just go right by them. And everybody's used to it. It's People are just used to these little scooters, even though you hear on the news they're just tired of them. But maybe you want to buy a scooter now. But uh, you got to be careful. Motorcycles too, guys. Be careful on your motorcycles. If you're a driver, be careful. Pay attention to motorcycles. Ugh. So scary. I get scared, guys. I get a lot of anxiety. Things worry me, you know. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make this a short one. Just want to share a little bit with you guys. I want to get back on it. My wife was like, you don't always have to have a guest. You could just do one just by yourself. And it, she's right. She's absolutely right. I don't always have to. And it's, this is easy. This is an easy way for me to just record on my phone and upload it as soon as I get a good hotspot. And uh, just want to thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for uh, your support. And... Let's keep in touch. Thank you guys for uh, always asking me, hey, when's the podcast coming back? Just a little break, guys. Now, there's a lot of work at the house I'm doing. I want to have that podcast studio up, but since we're going to New York, we're going to Houston, we're doing quite a few things. Um, it's just going to take a while because I got other things I'm fixing in the house, setting up, so... It's coming. I, I just don't want to do the whole... It's so It takes so much time to set up the podcast studio in the kitchen and then take it back down, you know? There's a lot of work. And uh, if I was getting paid for it, I think I would do it for sure. Let's see. I want to pull up something, guys. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be in Houston. Thanks to my buddy, David, uh, David Nunez, is taking... Is uh, going to have Ty Rivera and myself out there in Houston and it's going to be July 27th Saturday at the Fusion Bar and Lounge in Pasadena, Texas. That's in Houston. So Ty Rivera is going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. Lizzie's going out there. Going to visit all my family that lives in Houston. I have family from my dad's side, my my brother Ryan from Cuba, and then from my mom's side I have a bunch of uh family so it's cool. There's a lot of family I haven't met yet, and I'm going to go to Houston. Going to be at Skank Fest 
in June and in Reno. Also in June, I'm going to be in Reno. I might not do any shows in Reno, though. I'm going to hit, I might take a drive to Sacramento, just switch it up a little bit. And that's going to be June, the weekend of June. I'm going to be there from the 12th to the 16th in June. So, like I said, might not do any shows in Reno, but I'll keep you guys posted. My buddy, uh, my buddy made a song, made some beats for, for us, for the podcast. Uh, very funny comic. You've probably heard me uh, do some shout-outs before. He's, he produces podcasts, guys. I mean, he produces his own podcast, but he produces beats. That's what I meant to say. Lionel Begay up in Reno, he made some dope-ass beats, and I'm going to be using them soon on the podcast. So check him out, Lionel Begay. Begay is exactly how I said it. It's spelled B-E-G-A-Y. Begay. Lionel. <laughs> Love that, dude. All right, guys. We are out. Peace.